Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, I have prepared a buffet line per the request of my tag team partner, Chris. Chris, how you doing? What's up, man? Are you ready for the for some uh, hot plate dessert? Oh, well, in salad. <laughs> in salad. Uh, I was just trying to skip the salad. <laughs> just you skip know? the salad. Uh, yeah, 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 I am. Um, you know, it's been a while since we just did one of these ourselves, right? Yeah. And uh, we're recording. It is Tuesday. It's pretty late into the day. How how has your day been? How have you been since uh, I've seen you? I know we took <laughs> the entire last week off. We sure did, man. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you had a birthday to celebrate. I did. Yeah. Happy birthday. 29 years old. Here I am. <laughs> Drinking water, staying healthy. Look at you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Trying. Uh, yeah, man. It's for me. Uh, it's been it's been busy, you know. But it's always busy. Yeah. Just trying to. Keep uh, staying above water, you know. Right. I think it was. To, yeah, I think last week was just like even a little busier. Like yeah, I don't know. Say you're at like a nine out of ten busy on a regular week. At least for me, last week was a, mm-hmm. a, an eleven out of ten. So like, you know, I didn't even reach out to you to like schedule anything. Yeah, no, we I just figured. let the week go by. Because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we had well, we saw each other uh, last time. We saw each other was at AEW both nights. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about those. That's scheduled for the main, the hot plate section of this buffet line. Right, and after that last show Saturday night, you're like, all right, I'm taking an Uber. I don't know where you went, and I stepped <laughs> back with PBR Pedro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, PBR Pedro. Yeah, it was it was it was fun, but man, I, I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I met up with Margaret because I needed to stay wherever she was staying that night in the city because yeah. we weren't gonna. There's no way I was like gonna get a ride back at that time, uh-huh. and I wasn't gonna make. Uh, I wasn't gonna drive myself, mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna have make anyone drive me. And yeah, so we just stayed in the city that night. That's why, like, I just went and met up with her. But PBR Pedro. Who was born that night. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He shall now forever be referred to as PBR Pedro. Really, he's just your friend Pedro. Yeah, he's my compadre. So the term for compadre is uh, he's my my daughter's godfather. Oh, that's what the term... That's that's the term compadre. That's where it comes from. Oh, okay. But it's like an extension of a friend, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's your daughter's godfather? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. That's something. You didn't know that? No. See? You don't attend my family events. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I know. I owe you a couple. I owe you a couple. Hey, if my schedule's free, you know I'm there. It's right, just right. like hard to fit that in. You got to get in where you fit in there. Um, he was really excited to meet Kylie Ray. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which is ironic, too, because she's like the e- easily the most approachable wrestler right, in I, the world. But it, it, she's the, yeah, she's super approachable, but. Mm-hmm. She never comes out and sells merch. Well, she never has merch. Right. If she does, it's like one or two shirts and pre-ordered, maybe. Pre-ordered, you know? correct. Um, so, yeah, like if you catch her around the ring or whatnot, she's more than happy to stop and say hi and, yep. you know, and smile and stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so this time, you know, Pedro's like, oh, Kylie's in the card. He's super excited. And he was excited for Kylie and PBRs. Yep. Yeah, I never, I've never met a man who loved PBR so much or wanted to drink it so heavily. Apparently, his his thing of PBRs is like, oh, because they're so cheap. Uh, apparently, his experience was uh, PBRs at LaSalle or Berwyn. They One usually are things. cheap. They're yeah, usually like, not five they're, bucks. They're like a dollar and something. He's like, hell yeah, I'm going to load up on PBR tonight. I think usually they're around three dollars at most bars, and then but then mm-hmm. like the special. Yeah, it's just that, yeah, they're usually like they have a reputation for being dirt cheap, but not at Logan Square. Yeah, not at Logan Square for an extra dollar. We could have gone, you know, and gotten some Coronas. But mm-hmm. regardless, I was I was actually enjoying the PBRs. Like, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I would usually, you know, look down on that. But I don't know. I had a good time. I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that. And I, I have we're not going to talk about every match. This is not a snack size episode. We're not going to get like really deep into anything. But I have. Uh, like seven quick bullet points. Okay. Uh, that we can run through one at a time. But first is a salad bar. I only have three bullet points from the salad bar, and there's a fourth one if you'd like to insert one. All right. Um, whenever take me take me through the salad bar. Whenever, well, what's in your plate? Whenever that pops into your your chrome dome there. Um, did you watch 
uh, the last, or did you hear about the last UFC? This is, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but no, I no, wanted no, yeah. to. I mean, I, I think it ties to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so UFC 229. I know what you're talking about. I did not watch it. Okay. And I usually watch all the UFC pay-per-views. Like somebody within my realm of friends would host it. Every time? Like Mostly, consistently? Yeah, consistently, yeah. Okay. I didn't uh, know that about you. This time, <laughs> I was actually out in Michigan with Pedro. Pedro's in-laws. PBR Pedro. Yeah. They live out in Michigan. So we were in the middle of nowhere in a farm. My daughter was having, you know, too much farm, farm animals. animals. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, we were out there. There's no Wi-Fi. So there was no way of watching the fight unless we wanted to drive like 20 miles out. Right. To a bar. Um, but I, you know, once I was able to get some internet, I started seeing all the buzz and all the craziness that went on. Yeah. Um, even uh, Taz, I heard a little bit of the Taz show. He he did a what little did recap say? on it. Um, you know, he's he's a huge, or he's pretty big on, on MMA. And uh, he, so one of the things that he pointed out was that the, the headlock where McGregor taps out, is like, well, why did he tap out? Like it was he wasn't getting choked. It was over his chin. So like Tess always like creates these, you know, conspiracy theories and like it's a it work. looks pretty painful to me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like, well, he wasn't getting choked, and it's like, why did he tap? Like, was he just giving up or it needed to feed the storyline of whatever the UFC was doing. Oh, so, so he's going that yeah, far. He was go, he was go, yeah, yeah, he definitely wants us to talk about it like that. You okay. know, he when uh, when Ronda Rousey also lost, he there was some, you know, theories that he came up with with that as well uh, in the UFC. Okay. So what I so I've been trying to catch a little bit here and there, and I know some you know a couple of friends are like, oh, watch the second to last match and the main event. Yeah, second to last match was um, awesome. So I haven't I haven't watched the full matches, just you know clips, not gifs. Not gifs. Uh, about dude that jumped off of the uh, outside the cage onto yeah. like trying to like super kick somebody or something. Yeah, he, tr- he tried yeah. to do a, a coup de gras. <laughs> yeah, is what yeah. it looked like. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I am a casual, very casual UFC fan. Maybe like once a once once twice a year, I'll watch a show. Mm, okay. And I'll I'll never pay full price. Like I will split it. Yeah with, yeah, with friends, um, but I did watch this one because McGregor attracts the casual UFC fan, mm-hmm. which is me. And um, yeah, the the story they built they they're doing a good job of storytelling, whether they they're meaning to or not. Right, right. Uh, UFC is, and I was entertained throughout the entire show. There was the um, the promo where the man took his pants off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, his balls were hot. Because his balls were hot. Uh, understandable. Understandable. Uh-huh. He had to put them right back on, though. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mid-promo. <laughs> Mid-promo. Apparently, it was just announced that he's fighting, like, November 3rd. Yeah, he's in November. He's going for the title against... Uh, Cormier. Fox. Yes, there you go. There, there, I don't think that's very smart of him. I wish him the best. Right. I mean, sometimes you just got to ride the wave, you know? And if he's getting, you know, some attention, like, in... in you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's smart at all. No, his cardio. I mean, he he was he admitted he was blown up too yeah, yeah, in yeah. the post fight interview. Mm-hmm. And I love how I love how open it is too in the media and mainstream to just like reference. Hey, I'm gonna smoke weed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because well, it's just like, like hey Rogan, next time you you know <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's just like not even. It's still illegal. I don't know. There's legalities and like it's illegal. You know, in some places, in some places it's not. Whatever, but. People are just like so open about it that it's. I think it's hilarious. Um, and then yeah, so the semi main, um, there is a really really cool, uh, like uh, image that sticks in my head, which is like they they were both cut open really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of their names. Pettis and uh, Ferguson. Okay. Pettis and Ferguson were were both cut open really bad, and they had to call timeout. Okay, um, so just kind of reassess the, the to like the wipe them down, figure to, out, yeah, yeah, well, see if a cut is is that bad, and mm-hmm. then wipe them down, and um, then when they were calling time in, they they showed you know how they do that camera angle where they do like it's kind of at the beginning they'll do like and they'll they'll look at one fighter then they'll look at the other like yeah kind of quick mm-hmm. back to back, they did that that camera angle, and both guys were like. Like their cuts started bleeding again, uh-huh. and they were bleeding down their face, and then they were both staring at each other, smiling at each other. 
it was like a real, it was like, oh my God, these guys are yeah. sadistic. They're crazy. Like you gotta, you obviously to be a fighter, you, you gotta, you throw have it to in. have that instinct, but still to throw it into that weird switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it was just a really cool, like both crimson masks, like smiling at each other. And then the cherry on top of like these two guys just being tough to the max was, um, Pettis found out during one of the breaks in between rounds that his hand was broke. Right, right, right. That's so right, that's yeah. how he lost. <laughs> yeah. It was so, it was like badass in a way. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Really badass. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, and then they went into like the main event. I mean, McGregor, I'm not a, a by any means like a UFC um, expert, but McGregor, I thought, got his ass kicked the entire fight. That's what it seems so far from what I've seen. Like, it's yeah. like, yo, he got his ass handed for sure. Yeah. I don't think he deserves a rematch. I think the Ferguson guy who won the fight before. So what I, what I don't know, shot. what I don't know is that I've heard. So dude wanted is like, oh, put the belt on me, and Dana yeah. White was like, no, because people are gonna riot. Like, why? Where's that coming from? I don't know the backstory, maybe, but well, do you know why? No, because he jumped. The guy Khabib, Khabib oh. jumped out into the crowd. Okay. Okay. And started so he a still, fight he out wanted there. the belt after the whole. Chaos he wanted thing the happened? belt to be wrapped around his waist. Yeah. And hit and the result announced while he was in the octagon. Got it. Dana White told him to get the mm-hmm. get the f out. You okay. Know? Yeah, because I had heard that that. So when I heard that comment, I was like, it, I thought it was right after the match. Mm. And I'm like, well, why? What's going on? But yeah, okay, it makes sense that it was after the whole. Debacle that he wanted a belt on him. Now. It was gonna be like '96 Nitro, where people are just throwing nachos <laughs> yeah, and like sure. and sodas into the octagon. Mm-hmm. That's how he thought. That's not how Dana White thought it was gonna be. Um, so Habib was wrong, a hundred percent in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't like, when what's bothering me is all these McGregor fanboys mm-hmm. are like, um. They're coming to McGregor's aid and like saying like, once again, Habib was wrong for what he did. He put people in danger. Absolutely. Um, but let's not forget that McGregor threw a dolly at a bus window, shattered oh, right, glass, right. Mm-hmm. and did injure people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, he's just his hands aren't clean two either. Wrong, yeah, two wrongs don't make a two right. Two wrongs don't make a right. But yeah, they all, they both have. Yeah, you know, they they both taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Um. And and UFC capitalizes on this by le- with lenient punishments and using the footage to build stories and make money. Mm-hmm. That's that is like there's a there's a I'm not saying that's morally just either, <laughs> but it's opportunistic and that's it's opportunistic. Doing. <laughs> and now having them uh, if they get the rematch, like people are like, oh, it's gonna sell like crazy because everybody's gonna want to know what happens and for sure. And it's like yeah, but you know, like there's still that part where it's like is that the right thing to do like just end that shit and, and move on with something else mm-hmm. but you got to capitalize on it if you're dana white right i think uh i think he, just the way he's been doing things. so yeah his track record says yeah. that he would yeah. mm-hmm. um uh i really think though i honestly for me like habib serves a suspension what like let's say that happens like i would i'm gonna get more excited for habib versus ferguson Okay. Then Habib versus McGregor, versus McGregor because of the the quality of the match. I thought Habib just yeah. annihilated McGregor and dominated him. So that's me. It was really entertaining though. I came away from like I came away from that show and I had a feeling like I just Where did you watch it? <clears throat> like I just watched a New Japan show or something <laughs> in person. It was like had a really good a really entertaining night. I watched it at a friend's. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm not. I'm not paying full price for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, <laughs> uh, the other two things I have in the salad bar are Chelsea Green being signed by NXT. Yeah, I just saw that actually a couple hours ago. Yeah. Um, Sweet. I think that's cool, man. But it's always like I hate the the you know I think when people get signed to NXT is a good thing, right? Like everybody gets excited, especially because obviously they took on the offer because that's what they want to do. Like the the wrestler, like okay, that's this is the next step of my career. Yep, Great, yep, yep. everybody wants to make it to WWE. Not everybody, well, some, that's their goal. But also, <clears throat> I think uh, it's always that there's always that scary factor. Like Chelsea was just 
catch it on fire. She's been on fire for a while in the indies. Yeah. And going to NXT, going to WWE in general, it's always a risky move. You don't know what's, what you're going to get. True. But that applies also to Keith Lee and, and Matt Riddle, who are there now. And, yeah. you know, the, the rumors with Pentagon going over there. Like, everybody's like, yeah, great. You know, you made it to WWE, but now, like, hopefully they'll use you right. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's so, walking. Yeah, it's. I but mean, I, I think the NXT women's division needs needs some, some women, right? It's. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it does because mm-hmm. they keep bringing them up to the main roster, right? And especially now, like with the Evolution pay per view that's happening, like I I'm, I want to see, or I think how I'm seeing things is like, I I don't want them to give you know a women NXT show you know another hour of television or whatever but i would like to see the the balance of being you know a bit more closer uh within even the main roster like there's enough women to fill at least 45 percent of you know kind of like split a 50 50 or closer to 50 50 you know what i'm saying like the the like for women's women to be more um have more participation in the main roster versus i think you're uh, talking about like time on a show time in a show yeah okay yeah Somebody makes infographics of, of women participation yeah, on shows. Uh, Make it loud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know where that stands lately, like as far as what yeah, that Yeah, I haven't seen those is. as of lately, but um, those are really good. Yeah, the Twitter handle is at Make It Loud, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just will, I think that they have enough women now signed to their brand where they can actually increase that number more. Increase okay. The number of the usage, the usage, yeah, the weekly usage mm-hmm. of said women yeah. on Ron's. I, I wouldn't want them to to get their own show, because then it just becomes that's women's what? wrestling. It was going to be their own show. I thought it was like, just a one one pay per view show. Right, it is a one pay per view oh. show, but I, I don't want WWE to go that route. Of okay, just one show for women and kind of like them live in that world in that division yeah i don't know how if it's going to be a regular thing i think it was just like to to, to test the waters to have women it. own a pay-per-view okay like fully because mm-hmm. probably like to your point they have so many people that could yeah they could fill a whole pay-per-view card they mm-hmm. have enough worthy individuals i don't know how regular that's going to be though maybe it's an annual thing yeah clearly maybe. they're not going to saudi arabia with that no no they're definitely <laughs> not um I th- I just always think back to like Sammy Callahan's interview of he wanted to do this, they wanted him to do that. He they want him to do thing A and then they want him to do thing B and it's just like it's just like his I don't know, his persona is just like putty in their hands and they're both like pulling at opposite ends of it. Yeah. And it's just like not healthy for anyone. Like that's like a it seems like that's like a political kind of game you got to like a little like say no sometimes right kind of game that you got to play like absolutely it's gonna be, i don't know that's always that's always the scariest part for me mm-hmm. it's like chelsea green managing that um i know and like is she gonna be a hot mess or not like she might want to be and then they say no so like right. how do you deal with that you know mm-hmm. that's just what goes through my head well hopefully she keeps her name so everything she's done like she owns and she doesn't sign away to well you know for her not to have her name after she leaves, if she ever leaves, at yeah, some point. that's a great, uh, that's a good point. Um, that would be smart of her, uh, but we don't know the details. We can only hope to find out. I wanted to, the last thing I just wanted to talk about the Penta L Zero M post that you created. That's us like, yeah, catching on like fire. Can you walk me through? So yeah, it was the creation exactly process that. of that. <laughs> and you should go to our Instagram and Twitter at Two Heels in a Face. That's the number Two Heels in a Face. And check out that post. No, yeah, post. so. I had done that, so I, I can't remember what day it was or whatever, but for like a few days, I had seen that post. Somebody created it uh, where, you know, it was a quote from him saying, you know, I, I, you know, 10 years ago, I was selling masks outside um, Arena Mexico, and now they're selling my mask. You know, this is I, just the Spanish version you saw? The Sp- yeah, yeah, the Spanish version I saw. Okay. And I'm like, man, like that speaks volumes, you know, because you think of Reno Mexico being the mecca of of lucha libre, and that's what I hear. And just you know, like knowing, seeing Pentagon from Pentagon Junior to you know Penta LCRM now, uh, seeing him at AEW so much, being able to talk to him, you know, just just seeing that quote, I'm like, oh man, that's pretty cool. And then I was like, well, nobody's posting it in English, so I I made it. 
I I looked for um, you know Basil's page on Facebook, and I'm like, he should have a cool picture. So I grabbed it from there. I okay. kept his uh, his watermark. Okay. And and I was like, all right, let me just blur a little bit, you know, and 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 be able to put that quote. I put the quote. I designed it, and I sent it to him. I'm like, sent it to Penta. To Penta, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, bro, like here's you know, I made this in English. Did you say hey, bro? Uh, carnal. It's okay. Yeah, it's bro. Okay. Kinda, yeah. Like, okay. And that, that's what I always call him. Like, hey, carnal, like, okay. you know, this, this, whatever. And I'm like, you know, feel free to use it. You know, like, I just feel like, you know, you know, people that speak English should also kind of, you know, see and kind of learn your story as, as you progress. Absolutely. Uh, and he's like, thanks. I'm actually on my way to Germany. He's like. Yeah, yeah they like, went out there for a tag mm-hmm. tournament. Blue and he's Bros. like, go ahead, post it. You know, thanks. And uh, so it took me a few days. And then I, I got it up on. Uh, on on Twitter, and and then you're the one that told me like, dude, you should post it on 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 the Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought about that, so I did, and it's there. Check it out. It's yeah. pretty cool. Really creative by you. Uh, really good stuff. Um, and yeah, it's it's it, like the English version obviously helps me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see that. Um, but it's like it's got to be like our top performer, I think overall oh, yeah. in terms of Instagram. Uh, so that yeah, I thought that was just really cool, and it's funny to think back. It's funny to think back to when I first started watching Lucha Underground. What I don't not that I watch it regularly now. Regularly now, no, but. I'm so behind it. I I'm like <laughs> playing dodgeball on Twitter every time I see something. <laughs> dodgeball, like I'm just dodging just everything. Quick, quick yeah. swipe up. <laughs> yeah, um, like I obviously you can't you know successfully accomplish task at hand and, and dodge everything, but yeah. you know you catch a few things here and there, but. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm so behind, but I still want to be able to to follow the storyline as it goes, and and, okay. and I don't want to skip around. But yeah, so, yeah. Speaking of Chelsea Green, she her character like odd timing her character debuted yeah. recently on that. Yep, she's apparently from what I've seen, she's with Marty Demoth. She's with Marty Demoth. Yeah, um, that's a funny pairing. But um, it's I was thinking like when I first started watching Pentagon Junior, mm-hmm. I was just like, man, this. You wrote an article about it, right? Oh yeah, I wrote an article about Lucha Underground. Yeah, that might that's on our site, I think. It, it was probably one of the first things. Yeah, on our site. you wrote it on your own medium. I wrote it on my own medium page, and then I transferred that's, it over. That, funny, that's what a Hector, uh, not uh, A W Hector, not A W Hector. Uh, Hector, your old coworker, or Pesa. I don't want to put his name out there, but sure. <laughs> um, he's, he's like he's the. That's how he introduced me to. You. He's like, oh, you know, there's a guy here at work that likes wrestling. And he sent me a link to your article. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow, that was very nice of him. Yeah, that was a while ago. That just summarized like my thoughts about what I thought of John Ground and how it's like describing what it is. And yeah, like, it's a, it felt like at that time it was like it's it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was very different. Yeah. But it's like And then you you but you focused on the Pentagon character. How it was did I? I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I remember you talking about because that's what caught my attention. You even used the picture of Pentagon or whatever, uh, and how like he's just so unique from you know the mask to the face paint and to his arm breaking. Yeah, which that takes me, and I don't want to go on a tangent, but uh, we're already there. You're already there. Um, there's a uh, I can't remember what conversations I was having on the ECW group. I think it was regarding the Daga incident. Where, oh, with his ear? Yeah, yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's like, well, it was a, clearly an accident or whatever. It, it happened. Yeah. It's real, but he tried to turn it into some sort of work after he... His reaction to it was Yeah, worked. his reaction to yeah. it is like, oh, well, now he's going to capitalize on it, and I think it's smart. And I think that's how it went. Like, it happened. He's like, oh, shit, this happened. Mm-hmm. So now he's like, well, I'm going to have to ride with it and, and make it into a storyline and, and, and use it for to progress whatever and have more feuds or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I was talking with, with a friend of the pod, Ryan, where it's like mm-hmm. work or not, like, you know, somehow the, the Pentagon arm breaking came up and I'm like, bro, like, I hate that Pentagon will go and break arms all the time or in, in, in like so many arms in one match. But then that person who got their quote unquote arm broken they come back and they still perform a move like nothing happened. Yeah, that's a great point. So it's like the that arm breaking Pentagon that differentiated him is I feel like it needs to keep be sacred. Even with AEW, they wouldn't do it often. They, they did it. I think the only person that kind of like he uh, so it was a uh, JT Davison. He got his arm broken and for like months he would wear the 
the sleeve on his arm. That's amazing. And I'm like, that's I thought that was so cool. Like he was even at the merch table with the with his arm, you know, with his arm sleeve because he had just, you know, Hispanogon broke his arm. Yeah, so that's a fantastic point. It's because I think mm-hmm. Jimmy Jacobs got it night one of the JLM, and then night two he wrestled and he was fine. Right, right. right. Like yeah, that, so you got to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be selling for like, I don't know, how long does an arm take, broken arm take to heal? Like a couple of months or something. Yeah, maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe, you know, wait until until the next show. Don't, don't come back the next night or don't come back minutes later right. and perform a move. Or, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, that's a great, really great point. What I was before with the tangent, I was just trying to say. It's weird to think how many times we've seen Penta wrestle now live or like on TV, because that when I was writing that article that you mentioned, he seemed like such a, uh, I don't know, an unholy like a prize that we would never get. We're, and then it's yeah. now it's like how many times have we seen this guy wrestle? Yeah, we're so spoiled, dude. Like, <laughs> so and, and spoiled. you you you're able to tell when you know we when I post a mask like when I post a mask of you know, uh, Pentagon or Phoenix and. People are like, man, I wish I could, you know, see them live and whatever. I'm like, dude, sometimes we take it for granted that they're here so often. Like, that includes Brian Cage and yeah. uh, even Jimmy Jacobs. Like, mm-hmm. guys like that, like, they don't, you know, like, some people are like, man, like, I wish I could see them live and, you know, like, get an autograph or whatever. And like, they're around us all the time. I know. So, yeah. And that makes me feel bad that I don't, like, take advantage of, like, ever going <laughs> up to the merch table or anything, because it's, like, I just don't right. want to bother. And I, you know, accidentally, Carla's still, still mad at me because of that incident with, with Pentagon, where, I, I told you about this, where I, Maybe. I uh, he was signing a mask for me, but during that, I was also purchasing a, a shirt from him, and in that whole, like, while he was signing and giving me the right t-shirt size or whatever, I didn't pay him for a shirt. Oh, right, right. Right. So, like, we sorted it out, but Carla's like, you better go talk to him. Next time you say you better. I'm like, I know it was an accident. Like, <laughs> so, but yeah. Before you get your arm broken. That's right. Um, so, let's segue then into the hot plate. Did you have anything in the salad bar? Like, any? Uh, salad bar, I had thought of, you know, because it, ju- it just happened with the Chelsea Green. Okay. Um, and Daga, who also just came up in our conversation. So, okay. there we go. I got some things for dessert, too, that just, like, recently happened. Okay. Um, so let's save those. But the main course, or hot plate, excuse me, the Jim Lina Memorial Tournament. This took place um, a couple weeks ago, September 28th and the 29th. Uh, all I got to say is I told you so. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I, see, and, and I, always, <laughs> I, I, no, I took notice, you know. It's like, all right, you, you always, you know, go, like, thinking about like the possibilities and what makes sense and what's attainable. I always go because I like I go with a different approach because I always feel like I want to get swerved. Different but not bad. Let's let's different does not mean right. bad, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But it was also, you know, if if I really tell myself it was a stretch that DJC would get it. Like it's it wouldn't have been a bad choice. I would have been happy with it and he fits the criteria, but is like, do I see, like, first of all, let me just say that no disrespect to Brody King, but I, I, he, as a champion, he doesn't do it for me, right? Okay, so I had that down as a bullet point. Okay, and we'll get to that, so okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. Okay. But, um, but you know, with the, you know, the, the fantasy, wrestling fantasy league with the tournaments, like, I've noticed that I always take, like, oh, well, if they only do this, like they're gonna swerve us and do that, and then I try to get ahead of the swerve, and it never happens. So <laughs> that's where I'm like, but because like, your your pick was super logical. Like, well, thank it, you. It, yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was it was dead on. Like, yeah, it was obvious. I thought, uh, but yeah, right. The strong logical reason we went against what uh, Sarah Sarah Shockey does, where she says. Or she says, "What? Who do I want?" Yeah, who do it's I a, want to win versus who I think it's gonna win? Right. I went with the who I think, which is mm-hmm. not always right. You might have went with more of a who who I want. Although yeah, DJZ little, did make it to the semifinals, so you weren't right. you weren't you weren't far away. But based on if if I'm if I want to get a little bit ahead of myself, is like based on performance. Like to me, the one that stole the nights both nights was Phoenix. Okay. Yes. Like yeah, he was a, a silent pick. By by Basil, like he like Basil. I think he chose Phoenix. Okay. Um, and I'm like, like yeah, like okay. One of the Lucha Brothers. That's fine. 
but just stealing the the show night one and night two. Like yeah. I think his well maybe he didn't. I don't know if he stole the show, but his matches were the best. I'll say yes, and yes in total. Mm-hmm. In total, if you're if you're counting a good match by the number of like times the crowd was stunned, amazed, and shat themselves, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think I yeah. I think his match against Strickland night one, his match against DJZ night two, his match against DJZ night two was probably the, the best match of both nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shit, I wanted to throw it, money at the ring before the match started. <laughs> like I'm like, it was the first time ever we got to see that. It depends on like what kind of match you like though, because this match was like high spots and crazy shit to the max. Mm-hmm. Not everyone likes that type of match. Right. It was like this was like lucha de, lucha libre. Yeah. To the like you it, know it probably, ten out of ten. It probably had that reaction because the show was a little, um, because you just I, I think the, the reason why that match worked was because you know obviously it's a back to back you know nights. The crowd already comes in a little tired, so when we you were a little cra- tired, when you give them crazy mm-hmm. shit on, on 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 a time where the crowd is getting tired or is tired, like they'll pop no matter what. That's true. Like so that it like kind of like charges you up all over again. Yeah, they woke us up that second night, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, although I liked that it started at four. By the way, let me say oh, that that's I really right. like that. That's <laughs> right. why I think everyone was tired because everyone. Yeah, when it wasn't like a full twenty four hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't a full twenty four hours before we got back there. But I like that it was four p.m. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that one more time. Saturday <laughs> four p.m. shows are my shit because I get to go home. I, I, I could see hour. that. My my thing yeah. is like if you have a family, it's a little rough. Just because you know. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I will have to leave, and you're in a different that's situation. It. My, my my Saturday's gone. But, okay. So yeah, Fair. once in a while we'll take it. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Phoenix, and I, I had that as a bullet point too, the Phoenix versus DJZ match. Um, you should go out of your way to see that if you haven't seen it. That would be one I would say uh, like I think 100%. the BSB boys said that they might put that out as a free match. Okay, well, that is so, like, uh, that's a steal. That's see. highway robbery. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a free match. The two people that I thought were elevated in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Elevated meaning... I care a lot more about them now. Okay. Who do you think those people are? Besides, mm-hmm. like, uh, this this doesn't include Sammy, the uh, winner. because Bracket-wise, right? They were in the bracket. Shit, I need to... No, it doesn't... Bracket. Not even... you. Uh, I mean, length of how far they made it, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, matters. It does matter. Uh, but that's not necessarily the only factor. Okay. So I'm looking at the bracket now. Okay. Um, How'd you pull that up so quick? Our Instagram, two heels in a face. Ooh. <laughs> um, let's see here. Well, let me tell you that for me, the one that went down on my top 500 was Moose. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was flicking us off? He was flicking. So I, I like the douche chant, but... Um, hey, Moose, go out there and be a heel. Okay, I'll just flick everybody off. Right. <laughs> so I, I felt like it was a little lacy. And, and just because... I, I don't point. know. I don't know. Like, maybe because, yeah, he's playing a heel. Like so, I think you mentioned it on night two, but I noticed the night one. A uh, night one, so many boots. Oh uh, yeah, so many bicycle kicks. Yeah, yeah, he needs to switch that up a little bit. Um, so, would you say? I mean, MJF was pretty high there for me. Like, did MJF is one of the the guys that He's you were not, talking? No. He's not. No. Okay. No. Um, um, yeah, he um, he did mm-hmm. great, and but he was out first round, which was I thought like very surprising. But he did wrestle ACH. He did go against ACH, yeah, right? So, yeah, so maybe not. Maybe put him against somewhere else and then have um, him. Myron Reed? No, I do have something about Myron Reed written down, though. But no. I'm going to give you one more shot. All right. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is one of them, yes. Okay, cool. Like, Elevated. You know, uh, yeah, Sammy Guevara is cool. I, I like him. Okay, um, who else? Darby Allen. Darby Allen is the second one. I think yes. he's the one that came out shining yeah in, in this tournament he looked really really good yeah and even he only won one match um his second one he lost but i thought at the end of this like what was he, it was it night one good. was it versus jimmy jacobs right yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his tournament match mm-hmm. like that first punch um that first punch was uh yeah it was delivered by Jimmy Jacobs on him I I think it was yeah it was a punch and he just started bleeding out of nowhere oh and right rubbed the blood all over his face yeah we thought he like might have bit something yeah yeah had like a packet 
People should use that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it would have been. I mean, it, hopefully he didn't hurt himself. But if he had a uh, blood pill or whatever those things are, I'm like. That was my. Yeah. That was my gut feeling. Because it, it was it was it was a lot of blood. Yeah, he came out of this with like investment in a storyline, mm-hmm. or like a ri- He came out of this with rivals, which is good for him because mm-hmm. now he's just not wrestling someone for no reason. Um, he. He played a really, really good sucker, uh, baby face that was suckered in by Sammy Guevara. And, I mean, his moveset is always outstanding. And for all those reasons, I thought he had a really, really good tournament. I think his trust falling off the top is, like, the way he uses that move in different uh-huh. situations is a really cool thing that makes him stick out. Um, and then the Sammy Guevara... Thank, thank you that a high flyer was given the mic. Thank you. That's like oh. awesome. Uh-huh. He really... Uh, he has no problem talking. No problem talking. He's cool. He's confident. He takes his time. His promos are like he get... He, and that's the thing with that he shares with Trevor Lee too, which I have down as a bullet point, is like just let the promo... Just like say a sentence really nice and slow. Mm-hmm. Let the crowd react. Say another sentence really nice and slow. You could just tell that, that they're comfortable on the mic. Exactly. Um, and then the thing with Sammy too, where he said he was going to be Darby Allen with a headlock takeover and then ended up actually doing that. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like a nice little detail. And then the crowd, he talks, Sammy Guevara talks shit for, uh, to the crowd for two matches, put over mm-hmm. Trump. Um, although he did wear a wrestling with unicorns t-shirt, which is a right. real, real <laughs> baby, baby face, face move. Mm-hmm. He then got his comeuppance by getting pile, pile driven, and beat in 28 seconds. By the other Sammy. By the other Sammy. Sammy Callahan. So that was like the crowd got one back on him. Mm-hmm. And that would like made us feel very vindicated. But still, like he looks really good in the process. So those two people. Yep. I um, think it's cool. It's like perfect timing too because they're going to Austin. Sammy's from Texas. Um, yep. And yeah. Do like, you know who he's fighting over? Who's, who he's wrestling over there? Uh, I know they released a card already, but I yeah. don't have it in front of me. I don't have it in front of me either. They wrote it. All right. But I know Kylie and Thunder Rose are going to go head-to-head. Yeah, so let's talk about Kylie. An emotional return. Yeah, for sure. She had. Um, Let's talk about Kylie. Yeah, I have that in the the dessert section. All right. So we can talk about that now, though, if we want. Yeah. Tacos are not for dessert, Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) They could be breakfast, dinner, but never dessert. Uh, yeah, like the boys at Taco Bell Wrestling, uh, yes. Hang 312 and Incidental Nerd, I think that's his handle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they had Kylie over uh, for tacos and talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty good uh, interview that they had over there. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, like we, we obviously talked to her right after surgery, but now like time has settled. She has uh, one match under her belt. Yeah. Uh, they talked about the emotional return, which it's it's a good listen. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Bordeaux looked fine. She keeps proving me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, I guess I'm going to stop having to talk shit about her because, like, her wrestling is there. Um, it was, I mean, well, I thought the match with yeah. Kylie was fine. Yeah, there's no doubt that, you know, she's she's out there to wrestle and she does yeah. a good job. Yeah, she is out there to wrestle. Mm-hmm. She's not just a valet. Um, yeah. NSF valet role. She does pretty good as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I guess she's multi-dimensional then. Oh, can we just real quick talking about managers? JT Davison is back. He was. He I was so back. excited to hear him back. Yeah, that match though was not for me. Right. I I would just pop for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just pop for JT Davidson. But yeah, there was like a street fight where Jay Chris bled a lot, and I was like, th- I mean, thanks, thank him for bleeding, but I was like, this is not. Yeah. This is not working for me. Um, yeah. So an emotional return for her. I mean, really happy to have her back. She's going to wrestle Thunder Rosa, keep the momentum going. She has merch. Make sure you support her. And also at Zello Pro's uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Store, yeah. they released the Kylie I like. Shirt. I love that idea. I think it's so smart. Like mm-hmm. I know Freelance does that. Uh, they have uh, Freelance's uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Store has merch for um, Chris Castro and GPA. Uh, they have the... Uh, Please Don't Die or something like that for Olsen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Cello picked up on that or, or whatever, if it was their idea on their own and never seen it, like I think it's pretty cool that, hey, we have some wrestlers that we, you know, that, that are are part of our roster 
Like, yeah. why not push a shirt for them out there, you know? Exactly. Store, so. Exactly. And I think I might get that shirt. It's that Kylie uh, I don't have a Kylie Ray shirt. It's an Eat Sleep kind of... It's a parody on the Eat Sleep Conquer Repeat, right? Yeah, but I think Eat is in there twice, maybe. Eat Smile, Eat, something like that. <laughs> eat Russell. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it's something like that. Uh, yeah, so there's that shirt out there. And then she has her um, kind of like... Uh, tribute to La Parka shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is really just her x-ray and the broken collarbone. Um, with a cupcake. With a cupcake, right. Which mm-hmm. I was like, Kylie, you, you should have put tacos there. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I well, tried putting pizza, but I think this looks okay. <laughs> she loves beggar's pizza. Apparently, yeah. What do you, what do you say, what's your take on beggar's pizza? Uh, indifferent. Yeah, you know. Have Sometimes had, I don't like it laid on that thick. That's just <laughs> have me. you ever had uh like for some like like kind of like South Side pizza? Have you ever had Pizza Nova? No. Oh, that's legit. Pizza Nova. Take note, guys. Pizza Nova. You sounded like Pedro no. when he said that. Dude, that's legit. PBR Pedro, excuse me. So Pizza Nova, uh, I usually get ham and jalapenos and no tomato sauce. Oh my god, you're a you're a monster. Who are you? Try it. What Don't is, knock it so to the sauce. There, uh, it's no tomato sauce. Just no sauce. Just, just the no cheese, sauce. No sauce. Just the cheese and the jalapenos. It's really good. To try it. Is that even a pizza? It is. Okay, that's questionable. If Taco Bell can name their, their things tacos, <laughs> that is a pizza. Fair. Um, uh, Tre- uh, Trevor Lee had us in the palm of his hand. Every time. That's another guy. He picks up the mic. Everybody shuts up. Or if we give him a shit just for a little bit, because we really want to hear him talk. Yeah. Like, I love his promos. Every fucking oh time. He God. nails it. They are so simple. They are so simple. And they are so smart. You don't need to really mm-hmm. say anything. Like, he doesn't need to say anything complex. He just talks about how he's better and how the crowd really like loves him or is supposed to love him mm-hmm. and how the wrestler sucks and how they sh- wrestling should abide by the rules. It's just like the simplest bullets ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does it. Um, one of the funniest parts of the night that I couldn't get out of my head was on the night one. Um, they, you know, they talk about how wrestling follows the rules, yeah. which is like them, them inserting that in the promos is like tying this whole faction together. It's just yeah. like mm-hmm. that, that ties up all the loose ends. Cause like the, the faction didn't make sense to me at first, but mm-hmm. then like the incorporation of the rules and how a W under wrestling rules. Yeah. And, but mm-hmm. how a W it wouldn't work if a W wasn't a, wasn't no countouts, no DQs. To start with. Right, right. That is a huge... Them, AEW being that... No, you know, no DQs. That's a good no point. I, I hadn't thought about that, yeah. Um, re- pro because Wrestling Redefined. Pro, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, if that wasn't didn't exist, then the whole wrestling rules wouldn't make sense because that's what makes... They implement mm-hmm. all these rules that are no, are usually not a thing. Non-existent. Now they have rules. And they're the ones that break them anyway, so... They, yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yes. And them mentioning that a bunch of times is like, is this a cherry on top? Um, but the first night, uh, you know how like there's that one wrestling rule where it's like you're supposed to hit with um, uh, a, a, a close open, fist, an open fist. Oh right, right, right. And <laughs> some Somebody, guy in the crowd yeah. was like, "That was a close wrist, <laughs> close fist, ref." And Trevor Lee just, without even hesitation, goes, "That was an open fist. You shut your mouth." <laughs> and like that, him to react that way, it pops me right because really he's always on. He's always on. Yeah. He's very quick. Quick-witted. Uh, do you want to start a new hashtag with me? <laughs> what is it? The hashtag is give Myron a mic. Give Myron a mic? Maybe he's not ready. I, I, I'm i okay Dude, with him. I don't give... No, this is this is, this is the thing. This <laughs> uh-huh. is the thing. Okay. Let's just preface by saying that I'm not a wrestling promoter and I never will be. Let's mm-hmm. preface by saying that. Like, what's the best... What, how do you learn? What's the best way that you learn? Is by doing by, something by, and fucking yeah. it up, right? Mm-hmm. You get in there... You give it a go, you get your hands messy, you screw it up. I do that with my clients all the time. Mm-hmm. I screw something up, the next time I do it with my client, and then it works out really well. Uh, well I, you, I think, how is he going to learn to cut a promo if he never tries to talk? Well, and this is not his fault. Well, all right, I'm not so blaming here's him. a question. Right. So, yeah, I have never seen him on the mic. Yeah. Right? I don't know if he does it in other promotions, which I doubt. 
I don't know if he does um, either. So that. But might here be a at thing. AEW, like yeah, I've never seen him with a mic, but I think he's even though he's hot fire Myron Reed, like he's catching on fire, and I, and I would like him to kind of prolong that a little bit, like make sure you're you're a solidified guy. I disagree. And then and then let him start doing promos. Like I think it's a process. I disagree. I think we've been through the process. Now I, I now, respectfully if you, if you, disagree. If you had if you had said Paco. Like we've seen Paco long enough, the crowd was, was popping for him at the highest sure. peak. Now, like yeah, the crowd is with Paco, but it's not all there. Like I think Paco's momentum is shifting down. I agree, and he should have grabbed the mic and sure. said something. I agree. That's why we have the hashtag push Paco. Right. I agree with you on that. It, Myron came in with this cro- like started wrestling kind of around the same crop that of like Miguel, Trey Miguel, and Stephen Wolf. Wolf. Mm-hmm. I think he's better than them in the ring. I think that he's not catching fire he's on fire and he uh has made it past the first round both times i feel mm-hmm. like he's he would be the first to break through into that upper echelon okay into that higher ca- part of the card i think he would be if you were to take if you were to round up all their mid carders he would be the first to break through right now in my opinion okay yeah, yeah. or i think he should be i also think the pairing with him but he with uh, ar fox like helps him but also fox is not a guy that we've ever seen on the mic either true yeah i remember like i've i've seen some like video promos with him yeah yeah, yeah. like because when once. he was a heritage champion or something like that yeah i remember i think he, t- he teamed up with moose once too and i remember them doing like a video mm-hmm. that they showed on the bourbon street screen um that was just a random memory that stuck in my head but hashtag but, give myron a mic if it sucks it sucks. At least I don't, you fu- I don't think, at least he yeah. gave him a t- at least it, he gave it a shot. At least he gave it a shot. You never know. You're never gonna get better if you don't do it. Okay. If you don't try and screw it like, up. I, I definitely want to see him on the mic, but I just I, I feel like it's a process. That's my take on it. Okay. Like he'll get there. But oh, oh, you're, you're saying just get in there, get messy, and we'll back you up. Yeah. I, maybe he is cutting promos in other places. Mm-hmm. And. The pra- like there's I, nothing. There's nothing beats the live real thing, right? Do you think he so might need a, a he might need a feud to go after, and then sure. that gives him something to promo about? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right. Okay, that's a great point. That's what gives him mm-hmm. that platform. Absolutely. And then the last bullet point I have is your feelings of Brody King as the champ. Yeah, uh, I was like, I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. I wasn't excited or mad when he won, and. Him seeing def- seeing him defend the, the title, um, I don't know. It just didn't didn't do much for me. Like, and and I don't know what I want from him. But I think one of the things that I mentioned to you that night when he defended against Pentagon, like he's a big dude, I know, and Huge. and he was doing lucha things. He was right, move and for move, move for move, and and it's like all right, cool. Like you want to pop the crowd because you're a big guy and you're gonna you know do the moves that Pentagon is doing. But I'm like, who is, who are you as a wrestler? Like, what's your character? Okay. Like, if you gave me that move for move match. All right, whatever. I, I wasn't a fan of it because to me it was like, okay, yeah, we want to pop the crowd. And that's understandable. You're the champion. You might want the crowd behind you, but you're facing Pentagon. Like, bring something different. Like, let Pentagon be Pentagon and don't do move for move. For move. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Get your again, clash of styles going. Yeah. Not the same absolutely. styles. So I'm like, That's all right, we'll see. We'll see next month or whenever the next show is. And hopefully he does something different and he brings out the Brody King that we probably, maybe the Brody King that we saw against Callahan. Like they have similar styles. They're, you know, they, they go out into the crowd and beat people up and whatever. But yeah, like I want to see Brody and not, you know, I don't want a mirror image of whoever he's facing. Okay. Yeah. I think that's uh, well said. And I don't think that, just based on the reaction of like how that match kind of ended, it I don't think he's, you know, as yeah. well received as a champion, AEW champion right now. That's just ba- that's based on yep. feeling. It's mm-hmm. based on feeling, right? Yeah, um, I, my my feelings at walking out at night one when that happened was like, man, this was such a such a good show. We did not need the main event. Yeah, because the main event was Pentagon versus Brody King. Right, and the and match before like, that was was at the. The Strickland Phoenix match, maybe not. No. Maybe not. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, like that. That to me was like, all right, I could have walked away without that match, and it would have been like the greatest fucking show. Yeah. Like it was so yeah. good. Yeah, the main mm-hmm. event of night one fell a little short compared to yeah, all the tournament mm-hmm. matches. 
Um, yeah, the, so then that was the main, that was the hot plate. But that was good. It was a fantastic tournament overall. Um, we had a lot of fun. We talked to a bunch of people. Uh, I'm trying to think. Marty of it. and Sarah dropped the Red Bull can on your <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, I got a Red Bull can dropped <laughs> on my head by Marty. He later apologized. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, it, that was a weird situation. Just like feeling that out of nowhere, and then looking up and not seeing anyone, yeah. I was like, "Okay, someone's fucking with me." Uh-huh. And then I saw Marty lean over. And he's like, "I'm sorry." I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then I wasn't like too mad. And then when I saw it was him, I was like, "Now I'm really not mad at all." Because uh-huh. how can you be mad at him? But um, yeah, I don't know where to compare this to like the others. Did you get uh, a, the other JLMs? But so one of the things that I noticed is that the. Um, the trophy was significantly significantly more smaller. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, I kind of like that because people get to like pick it up and the other ones were like too big. And I think uh, I heard a story where, I think the BS Boys talked about it where last trophy, last year's trophy broke. Oh, okay. And I think it was because of that because it was too big. So okay. I just want to point that out. Like smaller trophy, that's cool. I'm done with it. Happy that Callahan won. We'll see Same. what... You know, there, there are plenty months ahead before the Windy City Classic, so we'll see where that leads. But I have a feeling that that leads to Sammy being the champion one more time. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, like, that last match, they it really they really made it feel like those guys were exhausted and, like, that they Dude, had Dude, ACH sells so good tape. every match. Like, every match, like, I feel like he's legit hurt and he's about to collapse. Yeah, the selling. So, mm-hmm. The selling is amazing. For dessert, you ready for this one? Sure. Pat Monix. Pat Monix, uh, was he was he built from uh, what what was the the country? I don't Antarctica? know, Antarctica or something like that. Antarctica, I think so. I didn't watch it. I just saw the stuff. I saw online. the clips, right? Because I was I was here at the office and I, I I heard that little intro, but I don't know who he was talking about. And I think uh, who was it? Probably was on uh. Uh, Val Capone or somebody was had their story on on Instagram, so I caught some of that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I I was it was cool to see Pat up there. It was, it was Pat, and it was um, one of the CRG guys, Sparza. Sparza, Roy Gordon. Uh, Roy Gordon was there, and uh, Ego. Ego. And then the one of the guys from Hala Beefcake. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they all got to be on Raw, and they all were in mm-hmm. a mini battle royal with Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Oh, I, I don't know what the result of that. Like, I don't know what... Like, I just saw them oh. lined up and they were there, but I don't know why or what happened after I that. watched the video. It was supposed to be... They're doing some kind of World Cup thing, I think, in Saudi Arabia. Once again, I'm, I mm-hmm. haven't watched WWE in, like, months. Yeah. Um, so I take it that you didn't watch the Super Show? Oh, no. I was <laughs> not going to watch a second of that goddamn uh-huh. thing. Like, uh-huh. if, if anything, I would go back and, like, try to watch some SummerSlam, which I completely missed. There was no way I was going to watch. Damn, SummerSlam, yeah. I, I think I skipped over SummerSlam, too. But uh, mm-hmm. I actually tried watching some of the Super Show. Um, and it was actually a pretty good tag team match, what I watched. It was the first match. And uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. I was getting an oil change before I left to Michigan. <laughs> so I was like, well, while I wait, might as well do this. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty good. It was decent. Uh, yeah. You know, it did, definitely made me think. I'm like, man, like, WWE is very different from what I'm used to watching now. Yeah. Um, but I also have to, you know, I, I wanted to look at it objectively and, and, and see what I liked from that and, and not just be like, it's the fucking Super Show. Because everybody was talking shit about it and people are not happy with the Super Show. And then the, there's that the other show coming up in uh, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And what I keep hearing is that the uh, Evolution pay-per-view gets overlooked. Okay. And there's not a lot of promotion on that. So I don't know what's what's happening there. But okay. I will actually try to make an effort and watch that. Yeah. Uh, well, you your attitude just exemplifies what we try to preach on this podcast. So shame on me. <laughs> for uh, If you like WWE, watch it. That I, that's just not the part of the buffet line that I'm eating at right now. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, yeah, I don't know when it will be, but <clears throat> uh, yeah, I definitely was like, no, I'm not going to watch the Super Show. What um, I did though, WWE related, which fits right into the dessert, is I actually went ahead and for a while I'm like, should I buy this collector's edition of the WWE 2K19 game, right? <laughs> and I was like, man, I really want that fucking Ric Flair Funko. Right, like that's the only reason why I would get the game. Ooh. 
And I was like, fuck, should I do it? Should I not do it? And but then, FIFA. Right, because FIFA is FIFA. Like, I'm going to get that no matter what, and that's all I play. If I get a WWE game, I'll play it for a little bit, and then it just, you know, gets put away. Right. But um, so I went ahead, I pulled the trigger, and then it's like, all right, buy my PS4 game. And PS4 was sold out. Mm. I was like, well, if I'm technically buying it just for the fucking Funko Pop, I could sell the rest of the shit. And I bought the Xbox one. So now you have to sell so, the Xbox game? I'm like, then I started seeing people getting the game already. And I'm like, yo, I'm not getting shit. So then I went, I checked my order. For some reason, it said it was processing still. Because I had bought this like a couple months ago or a month ago or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to call WWE shop. Apparently, they don't have a fucking, or I couldn't find an email or a, a live chat. Um, I call them up and I'm like, yo, what's happening? It's like, oh, sorry, something went wrong. I'm like, well, you know, am I going to get the thing? Like, I already paid for it or whatever. He's like, let's look into it, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, we'll send it to you. I'm like, well, since you're sending it to me, I also notice that, you know, it says it's an Xbox, what I'm getting. And I don't have an Xbox. I need a PS4. And, and I knew I had bought a PS, uh, an Xbox. But I told them that I'm like, oh, oh I'm noticing man. this. So I just flipped it on them on the spot because they already had fucked up. So they're like, oh, well, give us a moment because those are sold out, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, they're sold out because, you know, you're not processing orders properly. And, you know, I'm just kind of giving them a hard time. Bro, what? I've and, never seen this side of you or heard and, of this side of you. Well, because it was late night and I was like, where is this shit? Like, I paid for this and it was a lot of money and it's like, whatever. So then I'm like, oh, my I'm always going for the swerve, right? So I'm like, <laughs> so and then he's like, oh, okay. Well, it's okay. It was our fault. We didn't, you know, we didn't process the order properly. Uh, we'll just send you the PS4. Oh so God. it's on its way. Swindled them. And, but if anybody's interested, I'm willing to sell it as long as I get that, you know, that Ric Flair Funko. Are you going to sell it for cheaper? Um, I don't know. I got to first see what I get. Because it's a box full of crap. Like, it's a bunch of stuff. It's like a fake oh. Hall of Fame ring and a piece of Flair's robe. And it comes what? with other stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff People that comes. crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I've I, never, I, I, I don't that. even know. I can't even imagine that conversation. I can't yeah. imagine a Chris Ramiro like that. Oh, I kept it nice. I know how to serve it off soft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Cool. Well, that was uh, that was our buffet line, um, and you know, obviously, a lot of talk about AEW, um, and and the great show that was put on. Um, oh, the upcoming shows, we have Dia de los Luchadores. Oh, let's talk about that a little. bit. October twenty sixth, L.A. Park versus MJF. Yeah. Go. It was <laughs> like when I saw that, I was like, I was sort of joking, but at the same time, I wasn't. When I I responded to that post, and I was like. Are you guys serious? Or are you just testing the waters? Like, how we're going to react to this shit? And AEW's yeah. like, well, we won't post anything that's, you know... We're, we're posting it because it's, it's happening. That's a good point. And I'm like, no, I understand. Like, <laughs> I, I said that, you know, with a smirk on my face. But also, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, like I know MJF. He's he's great. Like, I, I like his heelish stick, but... Yeah. Isn't... Le, Le, isn't I'm going to call him La Park. It's L.A. Park, right? It's L.A. Park. Isn't he... You could also call him La Parca. We, we, we know I'm him. just going to call him La Parca. Let's do that. So, isn't he mostly character, too? Like, at least... Okay, is... When I remember La Parca being, like, pretty athletic, but a little mm-hmm. bit bigger in mm-hmm. WCW. A lot bigger now. He's a lot bigger now. But I, I remember... I remember what stuck out to me was his crazy antics, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean, like... So what 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 concerns you about it is like my so fr- my my first thought with that is like all right you're gonna give him MJF MJF is gonna cut a promo a lengthy one at that uh, it's yeah. a guy with the mic okay. and can then then like how is La Parca gonna look like he's just gonna like fuck your mother give like because he can't Spanish, talk because he can't talk and then okay and then what unless like MJF is really gonna get his ass kicked like. Then I'm like I I just don't know it, it's it's different style so uh, again this could be one of those or do you like, think it's gonna be too goofy? Uh it might no not even like I'm fine if it's goofy because okay. La La Parca was originally like goofy right that's why I think like that's why I think his, it could his style be... like has changed over time like now he's like sometimes he does goofy shit but mostly is like 
he curses. He he's a brawler. Oh, okay. He, he's like so that's not the Lepaka like I know. No, he's definitely evolved from that. Okay. Because that stuck with the gimmick of the original Laparka. You know what I'm saying? Like all those rights and and him doing the dance and, and the chairman and the the chair thing, like uh-huh. all of that. Like it was like oh, Triple A was like th- those are rights to Laparka, so we own Laparka and we're gonna give it to this other guy. Okay. Um. So he had to. So he then he had a chip on his shoulder and is like, well, whatever. I'm running with. L.A. Park, which stands for, um, uh, fuck, it stands for something. Oh, La Autentica Parca or whatever. Uh, that's the L.A. from, that's where L.A. is. Um, Los Angeles? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> not L.A., the L.A. in his name. Um, okay. So, yeah, and then he changed the, his his whole style, and it was a brawler. And okay. Like, you, you'll see some of his stuff at uh, MLW. Like, like, if you check some of that stuff. Yeah, out, I saw some said, clips, no GIFs of that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like, I, I don't know. He's been doing some dives, and I'm like, dude, you're going to kill somebody. Like, he's a heavy, heavy man. So you think, like, a brawl... Okay, so Leparka mm-hmm. right now is brawling and yeah. and violence, mm-hmm. um, and not what I remember from Nitro. And so you think you'd be paired up best with, like, a Sammy Callahan? Maybe Sammy Callahan. Yeah, yeah, maybe... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was talking to the unicorns about this. Like, I don't know who, like, I, I mentioned Pentagon at one point. I'm like, that would be great. Like, they've done it around the world, and, okay. and they've gone face-to-face, and it works. Okay. But Pentagon will not, is not there that night. Right. Um, so, but again, like, I'm, I'm still pretty hopeful. Like, I know AEW is not going to do nothing crazy where this doesn't make sense. So I'm sure they'll make it make sense. Okay. Uh, but that was my initial worry, like. MJF, he's gonna have a, a a long promo at the beginning, and La Parca, can he defend himself? Okay. Verbally. Okay. So right. it it the 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 different languages and completely different styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is alarming to you. But um. That's yeah, because also I'm like I know MJF has such a good track record with AEW, and he's doing really good. I just don't don't see him losing right now. But if it's against La Parca, I'm like. He just needs to get his ass kicked and lose. Okay. But I'm like, if they don't do that, then I don't see him pinning La Parca. What do... When they bring in someone like this, does the person usually go over? Right? Does like... When they brought in Ultima mm-hmm. Dragon, I don't remember what happened. Did he win? Ultima Dragon? Oh, yeah, yeah. The LaSalle. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I don't know. Juventus Guerrero would be another one. I think he lost... Uh, but usually they'll, 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 those guys have no been on trend. tag matches. Yeah, that's true. So sometimes they don't even take the pin. Yeah, that's true. Like this is a one on one. Maybe there's no pattern. And and I, and I like this that it, that they kept him at a one on one. Okay, like, that's a positive. Because they're bringing uh, Flamita and Bandido who are going to be tagging. Yeah, they could easily put those guys in like a six man or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, okay, that's October 26th. We're going to be there. Yep. We're going to be there. It's going to be a packed house. I got uh, PBR Pedro and the rest of the posse coming Ooh, along. Ooh, PBR Pedro. Although it's going to be a Modelo night because it's at uh, Bourbon Street. Yes, it is. For sure. Um, Shout out to Hector. AEW Hector. Or okay. formerly AEW Hector. <laughs> yes. Um, apparently he got drunk the night of the UFC fight because he was sending me tweets like of him drinking Modelo's and oh, yeah, out of Modelo's. <laughs> he was. That was so great. I'm like, hey, he had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, I remember I remember liking all of those. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll see him. Dia de los Luchadores. Hector, if you're listening. Yeah, hopefully. We'd love to see you. Uh, we're going to Zello Pro October 25th. Yep. Um, and we're going to Freelance Wrestling October 19th. Zello Pro is on a Thursday, so that's cool. Hoping to... Hoping to um, you know, it to be like a, a bing, bang, boom, do your um, thing kind of show. Right, it's a Thursday and... A finesse show. Yeah, for and sure. And then Freelance Underground, I think, is the 29th? The 27th. 27th. Mm-hmm. They're doing a morning show, or not a morning, a matinee, mm-hmm. and then a late night show. Um, if... And that's on a Saturday? It's on a Saturday, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm unavailable that day. Yeah, you mentioned you were unavailable. It's mm-hmm. uh, for me. I might just make the night show and make it a night out with Carla, and we'll go out there together. 
I think Tracy Tracy Williams is on one of those shows. He's a guy that doesn't come around very often mm, to okay. Chicago. Uh, Evolve, and he's been in like a bunch of other stuff. Um, I think he's done a bunch of stuff in the UK as well. And then they're bringing in uh, the current um, reality of wrestling women's diamond division champion. That's right. Um, so yeah, that should be. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah, uh, MLW is coming up too. MLW is coming up. You what? bought a ticket without me, and now I, I have to sit in the bleachers. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, bro, you got to answer quicker, man. Like, oh, well, I was working. And, you were uh, working on a Saturday morning? Uh, oh, no. What That's when I, I realized that yeah, they were going to bone sell. I don't know what I was doing. Um, I might have been working, but probably not. Uh, but I'm going to, Ryan, we already talked to Ryan mm-hmm. and someone else too. Maybe Marco is around when we were talking and they're good. They got bleacher seats. Oh, nice. Some people have bleacher seats that I'll be able to sit next to. So I'll just be watching uni unicorns front row getting on I, TV. I don't know where they're sitting. Like, I don't know what they're, cause they're, they got some sort of partnership or they're doing something with oh, MLW. Oh yeah. He might be I'm, ringside actually. I don't know. I don't think, no, I don't think not. they'll do ringside, but, yeah. uh, they'll be somewhere. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I got my seat, and I don't know who's gonna be next to me, so we'll see. <laughs> oh, it's just like it's just gonna be uh two random people sitting next to you. Yeah, you'll meet some new friends. Maybe I'm in a corner. It's just one random person. I don't know. Maybe I hope I get a bird's eye view of you. So I can just watch <laughs> you the whole time. Um, cool. Are we done then? Yeah, I think that's. Let's go home. Okay. Do you want me to do it, or do you want to do it? Usually you say that, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Mm-hmm. Uh, where don't, can they listen? Don't forget the website. We always forget oh, the website. we always forget the website, twoheelsandaface.com. That's number two, heelsandaface.com. You can also go to whatamaneuver.net. Yeah slash two heels in a face and get some merch you can go to wrestlingwithunicorns.org and get some pins and a cool t-shirt from wrestling with unicorns absolutely uh we're on soundcloud we're on stitcher radio we're on itunes we're on google play hashtag give myron a mic hashtag push paco hashtag push paco hashtag beat up gpa